1: Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this
2: podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share.
0: Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.
4: This is Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans with me, Cheryl Burke, and iHeart Radio Podcast. So I've gotten a few messages um, from colleagues and a pro dancer basically telling me to do my research. And, you know, ever since this creation of Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans, um, the backlash towards me has been a little bit, I guess, shocking. So first, I'd like to quickly start the show by telling you the reason I wanted to do this podcast in the first place. One, I feel like I owe it not only to my fans, but to anyone who has ever been a fan of Dancing with the Stars for the past 18 years of what just goes on behind the scenes. And two, for anyone who has been a part of the show to have a chance to talk about their own feelings and experiences on Dancing with the Stars, because no matter who you are or how far you got on the show or whether or not you had a positive experience, the show has influenced every single person or participant who worked on the show ever before. So being a part of Dancing with the Stars, obviously for the last 26 seasons, almost half my life, you know, I know that we each have our own conspiracy theories, which to be clear, by no means is the reality of what really goes on behind the scenes. So this podcast allows us just to innocently go down memory lane with our loyal fans and talk about our personal experiences. So hopefully, you know, this clears the air as to what my intention was and will be going forward. I'd like to introduce to you, nobody, because guess what? This is going to be another review that's going to cause so much ruckus that I'm going to have to do one of these intros again next week. Here you go. Week two. Opening number week two, fire. That's what I mean. You don't need to do all the green screen stuff. We just need good raw Latin dancing in the ballroom with the live audience With the fringe and the red and the Latin shoes and all the girls and the boys. Just lots of hip action. I love the cumbia. Yeah. And it was hot. That's it. That's all we need. That's amazing. Ten. Okay, I'm going to just quickly talk about these walk downs. You can tell it's fire in the ballroom tonight. I love Latin night. Latin night was one of my favorite nights because it's like going back to the root of Latin dancing, which is a style in the ballroom genre. But um, Jason... Who is this guy? He looks so sleek. He looks like he has aged in a good way about 10 years. And you could tell that he's got his game face on charity It's going to be challenging for her with a new dance partner, but Ezra is amazing. And, you know, he's been a part of the show for so many seasons now, though there isn't Troop. You know, he's a great replacement, though no one can replace Artem, but I have to just wish Artem well. Um, I've had COVID. I actually had to dance with COVID with Cody Rigsby um, in our living room, and I And I actually gave him COVID. So I'm happy that Charity's okay. And Charity just looks the part. She looks like she is about to walk onto the competition floor and she's ready to kill it. And can we just talk about Bruno's multicolored suit? That like Is he trying to outdo and one-up all of the dancers in those amazing costumes by the wardrobe department? Shout out to the wardrobe department. And how nice was it to see Mark Ballas and last season's champ, Charlie D'Amelio, in the audience? It's so good just to see faces, recognizable faces. There's a nostalgia, and it's very nostalgic, you know, just to see everybody. Anyway, let's just talk about Lele and Brandon, because I am sorry... I don't understand these judges' scores. They are like, great, amazing, fire, attack, not perfect. So you would think you would get like a nine or eight. It was three sevens across the board, but I, if I were, if I were there sitting with the judges, it would be an eight for me. Brandon, I take back everything that I said last week. He freaking stepped his shit up. Go, team, go. Lele, you're a beast don't be afraid though i know it's fast but i just want to like if you do listen to this or or brandon i would just Not be too scared to, like, attack Brandon with your eyes and, like, really get in his face. Like, it, he can handle it. Brandon's a big boy, as you can tell. Tonight, he really stepped it up. So, great way to start off the show. Congratulations. Couple number two, Tyson and Jenna. I mean, a really huge improvement on his part. However, you know, first, let me just start with the positive. So, yes, your timing was spot on. The character of the dance was great. He looked like he was having a great time. Great partnering as far as only lifts go. Now, as far as like what you can do to improve, I think you've got the audience behind you. I think it's amazing. However, you know, you did lift Jenna for half of the routine. And at the end of the day, Salsa also includes content and not just lifts. So I'm a little bit worried about like the future for Tyson because not every dance, you can do lifts, right? So, it's only a couple of dances in the whole season that you're able to get away with that. But as far as like what you can do to improve, like smaller steps would be helpful. Like try and pretend that you're on you're in hot sand right like dance on the balls of your feet or on your toes and really take a like small small step so that you can create maximum body action but other than that you guys are hot together like i mean you guys look amazing and you know keep it up i know the judges gave tyson three sixes i would have given him a five Couple number three, Barry and Peta. I mean, let's just give it up for the band because, first of all, and Conrad Green, I know that he has to approve all the music and this is amazing music. Now we're talking, we're talking like season two, three, four of Dancing with the Stars when they only played authentic ballroom music. None of this like crazy, you know, Britney Spears is, I mean, nothing wrong with Britney Spears. It just doesn't fit the Latin genre. Anyway, let's get back to Barry and Peta. Peta, good on you for choreographing recognizable cha-cha figures and basics. Like, if you guys were to do a pro-am competition, like, this is what this show is based off of. In the real competition world, we do something called pro-am, where the professional dancer dances with their amateur student, which is very much like what you see here. And it is just amazing. Like, he would have won his category of senior. Because first of all, 69 years old, holy crap. And how agile and how rhythmical and musical. Like, and just how suave he is. Like, you can't teach some of this, but like, I just love that he's practicing. You see in his package that he's taking it really seriously. He's practicing by himself. He's got his glasses on. He's been obviously taking notes, which I always encourage my celebrity partners to do, especially if you're not an athlete. You're not naturally like going over your routine. Anyway, you can tell Barry wants to do this. Like He's really in it to win it. And happy birthday, by the way. But also, let me just say this. I don't necessarily agree with the judges about what he needs to do to stay grounded. I know Derek said, like, here's a little behind-the-scenes trick. Put some water, you know, scrape your shoes. No, I don't think that's the reason. I mean, look, yes, maybe the floor is slippery, but honestly, slippery or not, what you need to do, Barry, if you're hearing this, which I doubt you are. But if you are, you need to keep, like, your top half is great. You've got great posture. However, in Latin dancing, you have to isolate. So, meaning your, your hips need to be kind of detached from your upper body. So, when it comes to your hips, legs, and feet, it needs to be grounded to the floor while your upper body goes up towards the balcony uh, and your nipples. Like, so nipples to the sky and hips, legs, feet, down into the floor. And in order to do that, you have to have maximum pelvis action from side to side. So it's almost like you're isolating 100%. But look at that high kick. You guys, he's 69. I honestly, I think you're already better than Donnie Osmond. A little shaky at the end. I think in order for you to have um, not been shaky, I think it's important that Barry, you need need to control basically go against Peta's weight because Peta slammed her body down to the floor, which is going to take somebody over if he doesn't go and counter balance the weight, meaning like head as if he has a ponytail. Pull that hair back to the band, to the walkway, and pelvis to the sky, okay? But other than that, so much potential. The judges underscored Barry. They gave him all fives, which means that he got a, a lower score than Tyson and way more content, way more, I would say, hours as far as learning all that content goes compared to Tyson. Anyway, my score for Barry and PETA, six. Great job. Couple number four, Adrienne and Britt. What a great song. I love that song. Taggy Taggy. I wanted to do a freestyle like a couple seasons ago to that song. Anyway, not about me. The Samba. Okay, so I know this much about Samba. Yes, is it the hardest dance? Uh, depends on who you ask, and it depends on, honestly, the pro dancer's choreography. It doesn't have to be the hardest dance, because it only is the hardest dance if you have a celebrity who has zero rhythm and um, might look better maybe in the standard dances, like waltz, because of possibly not being able to isolate. But you could see that Adrian wanted just to, like, go out there. He almost wanted – like, I felt like it was a lion caged, right? Like, he needed – To have more freedom. He needed to have more rhythmical moments. But, you know, again, that all is up to the choreography. So, look, look, for example, I danced with AJ McLean. He wasn't great in the technical dances. However, Samba, you know, it is technical, don't get me wrong. Yes, there's no heel leads and all of that, but it's just about how clever you are with the choreography because he had natural rhythm, and so does Adrian. So, I think that. When it comes to facial expressions, first of all, it's never put on. Like, don't practice your facial expressions. It's like my pet peeve when I see people practicing their facial expressions in the mirror. Because you know why? It still looks like you're thinking. Like, it didn't help. What helps with facial expressions is your chemistry between you and your pro dancer. So, again, I said this last week, work on your genuine and authentic chemistry between the two of you. Because all you need is to look into Brit's eyes. Brit will do something like your little secret facial expression. I had it with Rob Kardashian. You just need to really look at each other. And that will that alone will get you to smile, you know, and it will get the facial expression where it needs to be. But don't overthink it. I thought the routine was too fragmented. I think Samba, again, does not have to be the hardest dance. It just needs to be cleverly choreographed and... You have to just see your partner has natural rhythm. So, you know, it's just a shame that that wasn't highlighted throughout the whole routine. There were moments, but it could have been that whole routine could have been that moment of rhythm. And Samba is all about the different rhythms. And yes, there were a couple of heel leads, but you could have even gotten away with that if you would have worked on the chemistry more between the two of you. You need to trust each other. You need to do something where, I don't know, it's like an inside joke, like with Rob Kardashian. He He wasn't even an athlete. He was so scared to be out there, but it was just him and I, you know, had little like, secrets that we would do. Like, I would scream at him. Or, like, even when you, when he, when, uh, Adrian was shaking his butt, like, he, you were holding back. You could have shaked that booty a lot harder, okay? It could have, it it could have just been more, yet fluid and when you know the judges say that it's still a little like work on the details I think that's what they're saying is that the fluidity between step to step needed needed to be better but if you would have just made it more rhythmical throughout that would have been covered up so you know I agree with this uh, judges I give them a five
1: smart and intellectual i'm kind of smart i think like it would be fun we have the best conversations like we have fun but then he would treat me like crap
5: listen to on purpose with jay shetty on the iHeartRadio radio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcasts trust me you won't want to miss this one
4: Okay. Couple number five, Mira and Gleb. Okay. So I wish Gleb would have asked the band because you can do this. So they give you a song and you can actually ask the band to enhance certain instruments. So for example, this, um, yes, this was a salsa, but it was like Oddly lyrical, and I wish that Gleb would have asked the band to add more salsa rhythm or salsa beat, whether that be more bongos or whatever, just to add more of that, like, um, attack, right? That, like, one, two, three, five, six, seven, like, just needed to hear that a little bit more because already Mira is a very lyrical dancer. Yes, I cannot wait to see her do, like, you know, a rumba or a waltz or whatever, but we're focusing on Latin night, and Latin night, you cannot be careful. She was walking on or dancing on eggshells. And honestly, it is just so you know, I always say this to my celebrities like, if you mess up, highly likely the camera. Is focused on your face. Okay, they you wouldn't only you and Gleb know that you messed up because most likely they always get these close up shots. And I tell, I'm telling you, 99.9 percent of the time, it's not even what you think it is. It's a lot worse in your head. But the self talk, like I could almost hear what you were saying to yourself, is very loud and visible. So you cannot. It's a poker face. Just smile through it and know this too, Mira. There's no such thing as perfection. Like the beauty of ballroom and the beauty of life is in the imperfections. So own it, own the imperfections, because it's in that, that is where, you know, the improvement lies. And again, it's not about how you start on this show, it's how you finish. And you have to just continue to really, you know, take whatever feedback you're getting, the, you know, constructive criticism and work on it. Like you do not need to be afraid to mess up. Don't show it. Don't be too careful. Just what is the worst that could happen, right? You would never want to be eliminated knowing that you didn't give it a 100%. I know you're giving it a 100%. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying you're not working hard, but I mean like just mess up. I encourage you to mess up, but don't show it on your face. And also don't hold back. Like I know it's really hard like when they say work on your confidence you gotta own it but like okay what can we do now like that is more about inner work that may take a while uh, but it has nothing to do with the show what you have to do is you gotta fake it till you make it sometimes and in order for that to really for you to believe it you need to just be okay with messing up I would have given them a five I know that the judges gave them all sixes but you know what so much potential so keep going Mira and Gleb. Okay. Couple number six, Sochi and Val. So look, I love the trust that these two people have, right? They, you could tell there's a bond. There's a trust, something that Adrian and Bridge should look at. You can tell they truly do honestly, like it's an authentic, um, chemistry there. So, um, I would, whatever you have to do. Brit, maybe you got to just drop into Adrian's arms, though I know you already have, but it, it's an inner thing. And I know what I know you know what I'm talking about. But so I get it with the fear of heights, Sochi. I, I'm not a good lifter. I, I don't like lifts either, but thank God this is a dance competition and not a lift competition. But super rhythmical. Such a joy to watch. Reminded me of like maybe one of the scenes from high school musical. Um, look, you guys nailed the tricks. I loved the balance between tricks and content, Val's choreography amazing as always. It was perfect. Um, something that I wish I would have seen a little bit more from Jenna and Tyson. However, I really hate it when dances in the ballroom Latin genre aren't danced in the proper shoes. Meaning Sochi and Val dance in converse, which means like she, for me, she couldn't execute. She could have even been better than that. She couldn't execute the right leg action or point her toes. The bottom line, though, with all of this is that converse completely like any type of sneaker right? Completely takes away from any type of fluidity and the spiciness. Like she could have given that more like, I don't know, that lead and follow, that man, woman. And you know, to me, Sochi was flat-footed, but I blame the converse and not her. I mean, dancing in heels, this is the one thing when you dance in stilettos or latin heels, it just makes you want to take smaller steps. First of all, I thought her base was a little bit too big and a little too choppy. And it makes you dance on your toes, which is so necessary for the salsa. And it also makes you feel like a woman. You know, it brings that lead and follow vibe, like I said earlier, to what makes the salsa so fun to watch. And unfortunately, I know that it is almost impossible to execute when dancing in sneakers or Converse. But to be clear, I am pretty sure this isn't the wardrobe department's fault. So, not sure who suggested this, but all I do know is please don't blame the wardrobe department. Props to them. They came up with such beautiful wardrobe tonight. But I know Len would have said the same thing about it as well. He hated when people danced in in sneakers when it's a ballroom genre type dance. Anyways, loved it. I give Sochi and Val a 7. Great job. I mean, I can't wait to see what you have in store for the future weeks coming ahead. Couple number 7, Ariana and Pasha. They did an okay samba. I'm not 100% happy with it. I love the look. Emerald green, beaded fringe, always a great samba dress. Anything with fringe, really. Um, I feel like you know, look, Samba is actually harder, I think, for the women celebs as the action of the Samba doesn't call out like sex or sexy. But there were moments of amazing fluidity, like great Samba bounce, especially in that when she went around Pasha, they're called Voltas. But, you know, I wish Dancing with the Stars production wouldn't make such a huge deal of Samba roles. Like, are you going to do a Samba role? They always ask this. Anytime that you're given the Samba, they're like, are you going to put in the Samba role? Like it's a big deal. Look, it is a big deal. And that's the reason why, you know, it's sometimes not a good idea to put in a Samba role, especially if you're a female celebrity, because they're in front. If you notice the men are in the back. And if you're in the front, you better be really good at what you're doing. And it's only a fraction. The Samba role is only a fraction of what the Samba is about. And it doesn't sum up what the, actual dance is. However, yes, it is okay. And I mean, look, Adrian and um, Britt also did a samba role, but it them off. I wish Pasha would have choreographed the samba roll maybe in the middle or towards the end because it's just a different timing altogether. And if you're in front, if you're the woman, that leg better be straight. This is the first time that I'm actually seeing, you know, Ariana in a shorter skirt because last week she did the tango. She was in a long skirt, so she got away with a lot. Now, I'm seeing a lot with this short skirt, meaning she looked a little squatty at times. And, you know, being able to see, you know, everything, it just means that you have to be careful with the choreography. Um, I think, you know, maybe you, we could have gotten rid of the Samba rolls. She did stumble. She needs to work on her turns. Those turns um, right after the Samba roll, it was really hard. I could tell that she was a little insecure in moments, um, though she had moments of confidence as well. Work on your spins. I wish the judges would get on with their comments and not worry about responding to the boos from the live audience, because I would have liked to have continued to hear what Derek had to say. Um, did Did your TVs go black during her performance, like towards the end of her dance? Like I had to rewind it twice to make sure it wasn't just a glitch on my TV or maybe it was. I don't know. You tell me. And another thing is to close your mouth, Ariana, in moments. There's moments where you're like really like eyeing the cameras and it looks so good. But there's also, you know, Samba is sexy and flirty and fun. So make sure, you know, your mouth isn't just like open. Like You have to be expressive more with the eyes, less with the mouth. Have tunnel vision as You did in this in the tango, but like have a small little smile again. Don't rehearse it, this should come from your partner. I hate dancing to the cameras because this is not about us dancing to cameras, it's about two people dancing together and people at home looking into our performance you're like watching a movie right we shouldn't be acting or dancing to make sure that we're pleasing people at home it's the other way around we're bringing you into our dance so whenever that happens i feel like it throws people off as it did with ariana anyway i would give her a seven um but yes so much potential she's not going to be going anywhere anytime soon couple number eight mauricio and emma Damn it. I can relate to this though so much. I mean, AJ McLean and I, when we did our last dance, which shouldn't have been our last dance, the Viennese Waltz, totally messed up the beginning and it just threw poor AJ off the whole rest of the live show. And then we got eliminated. However, I don't think you two are going anywhere. Okay, let's just start first with the package. I found it a little weird as Mauricio, I'm pretty sure alluded to problems at home, but then it went straight to Emma saying it's Latin night. Like, I don't as an audience member now, I'm like, well, what is happening? Like what's happening at home? I mean, I can assume that something's happening because of like tabloids, but for people who don't, you know, look at, you know, Perez Hilton every day, they have no clue. Anyway, just saying, maybe you shouldn't have brought it up if you didn't want to talk about it as much, meaning this This is straight to the producers. Um, and then, you know, it's funny. It's not funny, but it's just that, you know, little did they know that this was going to have to be their redemption dance, assuming that they're not, they're not going to be eliminated, which I don't think that they are, because this has been so memorable compared to you know the earlier parts of the night so i think this would have been salsa would have been an amazing dance for mauricio i could see it also i was a little disappointed when emma was saying that she was sticking to authentic salsa and then for the first 10 to 15 seconds she was completely lifted off the floor with um her legs around his neck, Um, and then also at the end of the routine, it's like, this is my point. So, with adding tricks and gimmicks, first off, the amount of time that was probably spent rehearsing, that beginning trick could have been spent maybe working the actual meat and foundation of the salsa, which is where he messed up in. So. You know, also, I know Mauricio isn't necessarily like a performer, but honestly, I think he lost his bearings and got too excited and he got through the big trick that he didn't breathe before the actual salsa started and lost complete timing when it comes to musicality and salsa. So, but in his defense, you know, I get it. Your adrenaline can definitely get the best of you on the show. But the one thing that the celebs need to do when moments of going blank happens is 100% trust your pro partner to get you through it. Do not fight the process. This is so important. You know, Emma was trying to get him back on. And you don't have that that long, right? So, and I can see him. I could see Mauricio completely micromanaging what was unfolding in front of him rather than just surrendering to Emma. So, it took double the time for him to get back onto the routine as opposed to just a couple of seconds. And if he would have snapped out of it right away and listened to Emma, you probably wouldn't even see this trip up, right? So, when it comes to tricks, you know, it's never just you know, moving forward, take it or leave it. It's just never about the trick itself, right? Like, great, you're in the air. But it's always about the transition in to the trick and out of the trick. Hence why it's always good to add the tricks at the end of the routine. So that when dancing with your celebrity, who's most likely not an experienced dancer, you know, he or she can focus on what counts, which is the actual content and meat of each dance. But, you know, if you're dancing with someone like Sochi, then you definitely can take that risk. But for Mauricio, I'm assuming he doesn't have dance experience. So, to put a trick at the top of the routine is pretty risky. So, another thing, though, is when I watch Mauricio, his body and his face tell me two different things. You know, like his body movement is actually surprisingly inviting and has moments of, like, fluidity and grace. But his face shows the complete opposite. Like, I feel like he's putting a forced face on, as he must have been told that the jive from last week or the samba is fun and flirty. So he's trying to exude that through his awkward facial expressions, which makes it look so uncomfortable as a viewer. And it makes him look like a deer in the headlights. So anyway, my advice though, you know, was all of that. But also to these two actually is to really have a human connection. Like I know you guys do. I can tell when that you do have a connection off the floor. But use that and use that authenticity through your body language as two people dancing together. Do not worry about where the cameras are or what people are thinking. Like Mauricio, you have natural rhythm and flow to your movement. So just, you know, Emma, less is more, as you know. Oh, by the way, I give them a four. I agree with the judges. So, just so you guys know, I'm actually like really taking notes on all of these couples and I'm doing so before the judges' comments. So, anyway, just wanted to put that in your guys' head so I'm not influenced by anybody's uh, comments, FYI. Anyway, couple number nine Allison and Sasha. Wow. Honestly, such a pleasant surprise. Like my jaw dropped to the floor as soon as they did that first like few bars of tango. It, this is not Argentine tango. This was ballroom tango, which means that you cannot break hold. There are rules, you know, you can get away with more in Argentine. You can do lifts in Argentine tango, but not in ballroom tango. Anyway, Sasha, he did an amazing routine filled with so much content that it was actually enjoyable to watch. And again, like Jason and Daniela last week, why was their routine so much shorter than the others? It wasn't. It just was super clean and stress-free, and it didn't leave me wondering if, you know, will they miss a step or not? There was no gimmicks, and because of that choreography that he put together, you know, with zero gimmicks, it just put them in a whole other caliber from the other couples so far. You know, Sasha and Allison completely rebranded themselves tonight, and as far as what I've seen, these two are contenders, and so refreshing to see her exude what the tango is actually about. You know, if I were to nitpick, I would have asked her to maybe zone in more with her eyes and squint a little just to show that like laser tunnel focus. But technically for me, it was the best dance of the night by far. Great work, just like that. Slow and steady wins the race. I'm so excited for you both. And I cannot wait to see what you have in store next week. For me, I would give them an eight. They were not any better than Sochi and Val And they were definitely one of the best couples I've seen so far. So, don't understand, again, what the judges are, first of all, saying versus scoring. But, A, not my show. Couple number 10, Charity and Ezra. My heart goes out to Artem, first of all. I kind of know how he feels, except when I had COVID, when I danced with Cody, we still had to dance. But from the comfort of our living rooms, um, and uh, I actually gave Cody COVID, so... Say that ten times. Cody COVID, Cody COVID. So happy that Charity, you know, is healthy and ready to compete with Ezra. So, in a way though, I believe it's better that Artem got it now rather than week six of the competition, as she isn't yet like a hundred percent used to Artem, nor have they really established like a solid foundation as a couple or partnership yet, because it's only week two. So I don't mean that. To be rude by any means, but OMG. So, this song that they danced to, She Bangs by Ricky Martin, fun fact was my very first song I danced Cha Cha to season two, which was my first season ever with Drew Lachey. Oh, yes, the memories. Anyway, Ezra. Just let me start with this. First off, just a little behind-the-scenes info, as this is Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans, I was asked to hold auditions for potential like Dancing with the Stars pro-dancers for a couple of seasons in a row, of, like a couple of years ago, and I think we did it like during a hiatus or right before we went back on to the show. Anyway, the last time I did this, I fought for Ezra to be a pro-dancer for exactly this reason. I believe he stepped it up and came through times 100 is not only like so talented, but he is, as you can see, so selfless. And you can tell by the way he just took care of charity on the dance floor tonight. Not one move that he executed, whether, you know, or not it was his choreography is irrelevant. It was all in his body language, which said it all. He definitely showcased his celebrity dance partner. And as we all know, you've seen Ezra kill it. His dance ability was you know, obviously is far greater than what you saw just now. But the point is, is that, you know, he danced his heart out, but without taking the spotlight as this show is called dancing with the stars and not dancing with the pros. Anyway, proud of you, Ezra. And I hope the execs are too. And I hope they make you a pro dancer next season as it's long overdue. Okay. So Back to the celebrity. Charity. Not sure if, you know, she had said last week if she was a cheerleader or not, as in a way I hope she did, because I don't think she looked at her dance partner once. Mm, (laughs) It was actually very awkward and uncomfortable for me to watch. And again, is a perfect example why I hate, hate, hate when celebrities or pro dancers and or pro dancers doing this specific look look to the camera when ballroom dancing. Like, if you see this dance again specifically, this is supposed to be a cha-cha, right? So, a cha-cha, it's Latin night. It's supposed to be hot, flirty, whatever, sexy. But what was Charity doing and who was she being hot and flirty with? Like, I, I have no idea. Anyway, when two people dance together, you need to actually dance together as if, like, no one is watching because that's only what's natural, right? Anyway... Um, I'm throwing Charity a bone, obviously, as I know Ezra is an Artem. However, I am curious to see her other dances that require a little bit more chemistry between her and her partner, like the rumba, salsa, Argentine tango. You know, last week's dance was ballroom tango, which she got away with not making any eye contact with Artem as when in ballroom hold, it's absolutely necessary you don't look at your partner or else it breaks the frame up. But anyway, congrats to the both of them for a solid routine. And Ezra, you killed it, brother. My score for Charity and Ezra, seven.
1: Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp.
2: They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel, and unusual punishment.
1: After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire.
2: He was trying to brand us, so we were gonna become the McDonald's in
1: treatment. The worldwide association of specialty programs in schools.
3: They prey on you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way.
1: At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Couple number 11, Harry and Riley. Okay, so my suggestion would be during rehearsals, wear Latin pants or wear pants. Because when you wear shorts like that, it's really hard, first of all, to feel sexy. Like when a man wears shorts and Latin shoes, it's like the most horrendous picture ever. I mean, I'm not saying Harry looks horrendous. I'm just saying in general, like how can you like feel like a leading man and um, a sexy... Uh, partner for Riley, right? Like, when you're wearing shorts, socks, and um, Latin shoes. I mean, my partners, I made sure that they changed into, like, at least a pair of black trousers or borrow some Latin pants from wardrobe. Anyway, another piece of advice, Harry, don't overthink it. Like, this is what dancing is. Like, dancing is expression through movement right? Not through your brain or your mind. Like when you overthink it and try to translate whatever Riley's teaching you as far as choreography and steps go into words, it's not going to work. The only time that it works is if you're trying to memorize your routine and then you you on your own time at home can write it down however you want to write it down. But just listen to your partner. And on a positive note though, Harry, you were a great partner to Riley. Like, those lifts were no joke. Like, she needed definitely a partner to do all those lifts and tricks with. Um, one piece of advice for Riley, and I say this with all due respect and completely just doing my job here. I believe that you're overcompensating when it comes to dancing full out, which isn't doing Harry and your celebr or your celebrity any favors, right? I think it's really important that you you don't need to over like you don't need to dance to your potential. You need to dance with your partner. You need to dance for Harry. Think of it like that, instead of like this is dancing with the stars and I you have to prove yourself. You don't, like we all know you're fabulous. You just have to, honestly, if you just dumb it down just a little bit, maybe Harry will shine just a little bit more. Again, you know, this is called Dancing with the Stars. So, I say that with, with with no ill will, okay? So, but I'm super impressed with your lifts. Moving forward though, Harry can take smaller steps when doing the salsa or any like fast Latin dances except for the pasta Doble. When there aren't like a lot of steps as far as choreography goes, Harry's base needs to actually be quite larger and wider. Because right now he looks a little squatty. So if the base is wider, he will just look stronger and look more like a leading man instead of you know coming across like he's chasing after Riley as she dances circles around him. So but overall, big improvement from last week. I would give Harry and Riley a five. Couple number twelve. Wow, this show is long. Jamie Lynn Spears and Alan. Okay. So, Alan, I heard you say this in your package, um, that you're going to make her trust herself or give her confidence. However, hate to break it to you. I'm not sure if this line was fed to you or not, but that's all her work to do. But cute gesture. Anyway, okay, let me start out first by saying it's a big improvement. Great job, Jamie. Timing was good actually, which was surprising, right? I mean, it was pretty good other than like one or two little mishaps. But, and also I would say to breathe, like make it your goal. Maybe Alan can incorporate this in your routines as well. Just make it your goal to take at least like five breaths in each routine moving forward, like spread them out evenly. Okay. Because I think that has a lot to do with like your posture and all of that. But on another note, you know, the facial expressions kill me. Like, (laughs) and not in a good way. But, like, look, you know, for the pro dancers who teach facial expressions, let me just say this. I mean, you're probably not even listening to this anyway, but this is for the fans. If that's what you're going to, like, focus on, make sure it comes from the eyes and not the mouth, which means, like, you better choreograph a routine that has your celeb only focusing on you as her partner or his partner and not for one second lose eye contact because, you know, for example, Jamie still looked insecure. However, you know, On a positive note, I think her cha-cha was a huge improvement from her tango last week. In general, though, I say this because, you know, now that I'm a fan watching the show from home, you know, behind the the screen, I can see when something is just not authentic, meaning I can see behind the facial expressions. And I am pretty sure the fans and viewers at home can too. So take it or leave it, but work on, in general, the couples need to work on an organic chemistry and trust between the pro dancer and the celeb because like, you know, no facial expressions, winks to the steady cam or any wardrobe or lighting will hide the fact that your celebrity is still scared shitless. So, or it is not going to hide the fact that the chemistry is off between the two of you. So, that's just my, you know... Take it or leave it. Advice. Um, also, to Jamie, words are everything. So my suggestion would be to stop saying that you're nervous and change the word to excited, as it's the same exact feeling, and your brain doesn't know the difference. So you might as well trick the brain by just changing the word and your perspective. And last but not least, you always know, like when you see the rundown of the show. Here's another little behind the scenes uh, trick. If you're last, you know that your performance is likely to be pretty good. Anyway, not surprised. Jason and Daniela. Okay, love his new look. What a freaking transformation. I mean, I just love him. Like he's humble, but committed and so talented. You can tell that he's just like digesting everything that Daniela and I would say Pasha most likely is teaching him. Anyway, the rumba, I believe is harder than the samba. Because you can't get away with shit. And with not a lot of steps, especially as a man, because this is a woman's dance, but the man better be strong or else he can't show off his woman. You better continue the movement in your body, especially with not a lot of steps, as there is no hiding behind the footwork. So I love the set design. So shout out to everyone involved from lighting, etc., and and the team over there on Dancing with the Stars. And again, the music, you guys, Uh, fabulous. Not one song was disappointing to me tonight. And this was a true Latin night. And it was a breath of freaking fresh air to watch and made the show in my eyes great again. It all has to do with the music. It really does. Even with the execution of the dance, you know, Jason, you're lucky as you're dancing with in my eyes, the Latin queen, you know, Daniela is the best female pro dancer and also pro teacher the show has at the moment. So there's that, you know, Your first move when grabbing Daniela's head was beautiful. Then your hand placement on the first lunge was a little awkward as your fingertips, um, as opposed to your palm of your hand, it looked like it grazed your nipple a little bit instead of onto your rib cage. But I know you know that because I saw you do it right um, later in the routine, but I'm just being picky because you're good. Uh, Your hip action is brilliant in the opening outs when you went from side to side when Daniela basically ping-ponged back and forth. But then I got taken aback a little bit when you manufactured and forced the hip action a little bit going down the stairs from the walkway, which almost gave me a heart attack. I don't know what happened, but as a true pro that you both are, the show must go on, which a few celebs tonight could actually take note of, right? You got right back into it, Jason, and to me, that's a true winner, You know, you didn't let that little fumble mess with your head. So, good on you. All right. So, the fluidity of your arm movement and the coordination of that with your body – Look like you've been training for years. Wow. I mean, when hitting any pictures or poses, though, here's a little piece of advice. Elongate that neck as if someone is pulling your hair to the sky and shoulders down as if you have two heavy dumbbells on your shoulders at the same time. And stretch the arm, any arm that you throw out there in any dance from the rib cage instead of throwing it up because you're being told to do so. Also, just continue working on your posture as your neck and shoulders get really stiff. So, think of your spine continuing from your tailbone all the way to the top of your head. Daniela might be getting her second mirror ball this season. I'm calling it right now. Just saying. Great show. I am not surprised by Jamie Lynn Spears and Alan going home, unfortunately. And yeah, I will talk to you guys next week make sure you follow at sex lies and spray tans on instagram comment let me know your thoughts and we have a great great episode coming out on monday so stay tuned make sure you guys follow us at sex lies and spray tans on our instagram handle and make sure you comment let me know who you want me to interview
1: what do you all think let me know hey guys this is paris hilton trapped in treatment is back and this season we're taking on wasp